Welcome everyone to a special edition of the Inspirational Businesswoman Show. Today I'll be speaking with Lynn Sanders and we're going to be discussing something I think is very, very important and that is making a bigger difference with crowdfunding. So hi everyone, I'm Virginia Parsons, the host of the Inspirational Businesswoman Show, and it really is my passion to bring you, the entrepreneur, a goldmine of inspirational tips, strategies, and advice to help you grow your business. And today we have such an amazing guest, and I'm going to get to her in just a moment, so hold on, because she's got lots of great ideas for you in the crowdfunding arena. But before we get started, I want to thank you for being here because I know your time is valuable. And we would just love it if you would help spread the word about this important topic today. So if you know someone who might benefit by this information, go ahead and sprinkle it out there the best way you know how, and we would greatly appreciate that. Now today's show is sponsored by Hangout-Marketing.com, where you can receive a complimentary live stream marketing assessment. You know that live stream is the way to go to connect with more people and increase engagement. So if you want to learn a little bit more about it, all you need to do is go to hangout-marketing.com or text pound success to 775-800-4179. Now let me introduce you to Lynn. Lynn is the CEO and founder of Difference Makers Media. Lynn and I met many years ago when Hangouts on Air was becoming very popular. And we use that as our platform for broadcasting. Lynn has been broadcasting, as have I, for many years, bringing wonderful information to the masses. And today we're going to be talking about making a bigger difference with crowdfunding. We're going to be discussing things you need to know about fundraising sites, how to create a crowdfunding site to support great causes, and finally, a Difference Maker's Legacy. We're going to be featuring and talking about our dear friend and associate, Roland Takeoko, who passed away last August. And he is such a difference maker. We really wanted to bring some attention to him as well today. So Lynn, unmute yourself. Come on in and say hi to our audience. 
Well, hello everyone and hello Virginia. It's an honor to be here. I'm excited to share my tips with you and your audience. Lynn, I love having you. You know, we've known each other for years. We're both passionate about getting the word out and making a difference in the world. And you've just been doing it in a very special way. And I'd love for you to start with sharing with people a little bit about how Difference Makers came to be. And then um, a little bit more about how you got into crowdfunding and just share with people where you've been and how you got to what you're doing today. Go ahead. Thank you, Virginia. I have been actually in the creative field for a long time. I've been a writer and video producer and social media marketing consultant uh, for quite a number of years. And basically what happened was after about um, oh, 30 years, I recognized that after having three different very special people pass away, that time is ticking and I really wanted to focus on making a difference with my work because before that time I was writing all different types of projects and some were more meaningful than others, but I realized that I really wanted to focus my time on making a bigger impact for difference makers, whether they're entrepreneurs or business owners or nonprofits, but those who are involved in positive causes. So I renamed my company from Park Avenue Productions and Marketing to Difference Makers Media. And I've been focusing for the last several years working with businesses that have positive mission statements, positive um, causes that they're working on. Um, so over that time, I've helped nonprofits raise quite a bit of money, six-figure donations, uh, raising the awareness, building their revenue, as well as entrepreneurs and other businesses gain more recognition in the marketplace. And I think what's most important to everyone listening is that everyone needs to know that your story is important. Your story is your key to success. And the best way to get out your story, I feel, is online and especially through video because more people are watching video than are Such an important point. You know, I think sometimes Lynn, we tend to diminish our own stories, unless it's something that's been, that's just a, a major, major sort of struggle or challenge in one's life. Um, if, if, if life has gone along fairly smoothly, even though we all have bumps in the road, but I do think that that's part of what we need to understand more about the power of story and how you can take all the experiences in your life and relate them as story in a way that will make a difference. So I think it's important that you bring this point out to everyone because it's not just the people who have, you know, maybe what we call totally life transforming stories that make a difference. We all make a difference with our story, don't we? That's exactly, it's true. We just don't always give ourselves credit for that. You know, and I think that's important to value ourselves. It all starts on the inside. Yes, it does. Well, let's go, let's go into the first topic around crowdfunding or uh, fundraising. And I know that there's, you know, things that you should know, first of all, about that. And you have something that you're going to be sharing with us based on not only your own experience, but the research that you've done. So go ahead and start with that. Sure. You know, Virginia, I forgot to mention how I got into crowdfunding when you originally asked. And that actually came about because I wanted to get a story out into the world that was a story I heard on a video shoot back in 1995. I think it was 1995. And it was a true story 
of a man, Dr. George Archibald, co-founder of the International Crane Foundation in Baraboo, Wisconsin, and his friendship with a rare bird who believed she was a person. That bird's name was Tex because she was raised in the San Antonio Zoo in Texas. Well, George told me this story off camera during a video shoot at his organization, and I thought it was so magical, so unbelievable that he danced with this rare bird and helped her lay a fertile egg that ended up saving the whooping cranes from extinction. I thought, this has to get out into the world. But I went through a long journey myself in developing faith, belief, and perseverance in my dreams to get this story out. And the book was almost uh, was almost published by a traditional publishing company, but they ran out of funding. So I put that story aside for about 20 years. I tried on and off to get it published. And finally, at the, um, at the words of my younger son, who just told me to forget that story and just move on, then I took him stock of myself and thought, do I care enough about getting the story out that I'll do whatever it takes? And inside myself, the answer was yes, you've got to get the story out because it's important, it's inspirational. It will help children recognize that we all can make a difference. There's one man who saved a whole species and continues to. So anyway, um, I went through a long process and discovered crowdfunding through my older son and ended up raising several thousands of dollars that helped pay for the illustrator and printing and brought this book into life like having a, a child. Um, so I realized the power of crowdfunding could really help anyone achieve their dreams. You just need to know some vital tips. So that's what I'm here to do for you because I reached out to people. I just jumped in wanting to get the story done and I got help from many people. So don't you love getting help? That's what it's all about, collaboration. You know, what do they say? We're, we're six degrees of separation from someone who can help you with what it is that you want to do. And so I love that you went from, you know, the, that the traditional source did not work to publish and you, you got going anyway and you figured out how to do it. It took a few years, but it's a wonderful book. I've read it to my grandchildren several times. And yeah, do you have it there? But yeah, there put that is. up there. Dancing with text, the remarkable friendship of I here, read it. <laughs> the remarkable it's dancing with text, the remarkable friendship to save the whooping cranes. And the website is dancingwithtext.com. It's available online through Amazon and Ingram Spark. I also sell people autographed copies in hardback, paperback, and uh, as an ebook. So, yeah, it's it's wonderful because it really does tell a story. When you're talking about telling a story, it tells a beautiful story. And it's such a wonderful message, and it's a true story on top of it all. And it's beautifully illustrated. I'm so proud of you for doing it, and I know you've gotten numerous awards as a result of it. And that was your first venture, wasn't it, in crowdfunding? Yes, it was. Um, and so I'm now embarked on a second one. But before we go into that, I thought I'd give you all some tips about crowdfunding, if that's all right with you, Virginia? Absolutely, they need those tips so they okay. can do what wonderful things you've done in the world. Go ahead. Well, first of all, you know, we all are gonna be facing fears in life. So I want you to recognize that the best support you can get is from your current friends and family and supporters, whoever they may be. So before you start, um, you know, and I'm gonna give you the differences between the different crowdfunding sites 
But before you start any project like this, you want to think about gathering a team of people to help you because you're really building a community. And beyond your immediate circle, you'll also want to think about who might be interested in this topic. So what I did was I reached out to people and I was led from one to the other and I found social media experts and I found people who were great at web design. And also I found some online communities. You can look anywhere on Google now who are environmental organizations. And I decided to you know, gather my courage and I called some companies cold, asking them if they would be willing to consider being a sponsor for this project. This is actually even before the crowdfunding or right at the beginning. And, and some of them were willing to give me a donation because they saw you know, my intent, intent, what I was gonna do. And I had also put together a video. And video, as I mentioned earlier, is very important. So by giving people some information about myself and the book and the video, I was able to get donations right from the beginning. And in fact, I want to um, honor one woman who really helped me a lot. Um, I was referred to a woman named Lori Sika, who is a social media expert. And she did research and found out that at the time of my crowdfunding, it was like the heavens came together. There were four different minor holidays that were online holidays. And I wrote them down. I spoke with her today and she reminded me it was Black Friday. This is right around Thanksgiving. Small business uh, Sunday. Crowd, uh, Cyber Monday and Giving Tuesday. I'll repeat that. Black Friday, Small Business Sunday, Cyber Monday, and Giving Tuesday. So she arranged to have posts sent out on each of those days, connecting with organizations that would care about small business, Black Friday, uh, Cyber Monday, and, and then from Giving Tuesday, we decided to give back a, pro, a percent of proceeds to the Center for Biological Diversity, who's, who out of the cold donated, I think it was $500 for my campaign without even knowing me, just talking to me and getting to know me, and we gave them money back. All those things came together so that when the crowdfunding site launched, I already started having supporters from the get-go and had a you know, video out there. I'm gonna go into a little more depth about how to put a site together, but I first would like to give your supporters and followers some information about the different crowdfunding sites. So are you ready? I ready? am ready, but I want to pause for just a moment and acknowledge you because I think this is something that all business women should take to um, heart. Heart <laughs> and mind. <laughs> Listen, Lynn stepped out of her comfort zone and made calls to people she didn't know, but that she knew were influencers. And they responded. So remember this, when you are intimidated, remember that to make a difference, you need to step out of your comfort zone like Lynn did. Now go ahead, Lynn. Thank you, Virginia. You know, that is so true because um, you never accomplish anything by just staying in your box. And you know, what's the worst thing someone could say? No, okay, so then you just think next because eventually you'll find people who can tell you're speaking from your heart and will connect with your mission. So most people are probably familiar with the names of these three top crowdfunding sites, but I want to tell you their differences. The three top sites are Kickstarter, Indiegogo, and GoFundMe. So what's the difference? GoFundMe is just for personal causes. 
So it's not for creative projects. It's for things like medical emergencies, memorials, nonprofit causes, anything that you're helping someone else out in need. That's goal, that's uh, goal funding, and you can find it at GoFundMe.com. GoFundMe does not charge a platform fee for its use. That's also important to remember. But if you have your own creative project, it will not be accepted by GoFundMe. So just be aware of that. So we're now gonna focus on the other two major crowdfunding sites, Kickstarter and Indiegogo. Well, when I first heard about Kickstarter, it was actually through my older son, Jordan, who was launching a, a campaign to raise money to go on a kayaking adventure with his best friend from Indiana University. And I thought, oh my goodness, He's doing a personal project. How is he going to get money to go kayaking? Well, he actually thought of a strategy that he would document his trip and share it for, with people who love traveling. And so he was able to raise the money that he had worked for, for his goal, through Kickstarter. But Kickstarter, to me, has a drawback. It's up to each of you to decide what is the best spot for you. Kickstarter has something called fixed which basically means that if you do not reach your goal, you get nothing, zero. So let's say your goal is $1,000 and you raise $999, you get nothing. Now, of course, as Jordan, my son told me, you could just put in that extra dollar yourself towards your campaign. But um, the Kickstarter likes to say that they can get more, they help more people get to their goal because they have better media exposure they get about 36% success rate. But to me, the drawback is, imagine you put in all, so much time and effort in crowdfunding, and then you don't reach your goal. Well, then you get nothing. And I did not want to go with that route. So I looked at Indiegogo. And both, by the way, both Indiegogo and Kickstarter charge a 5% platform fee. Whether you reach your goal or not, you, they, they're gonna charge you a fee. It's not like GoFundMe and they charge a processing fee of 3% on top of that with three cents for some other check charges. So out of whatever money you raise, both Indiegogo and Kickstarter will take a portion because they're letting you use their platform and they deserve to get some money. Well, Indiegogo to me was the perfect match because no matter what you raise, you will get some money. In fact, in Kickstarter, I learned that anyone who backs a campaign can pull out of their pledge up to the time the campaign ends. In Kickstarter, the campaign ends when you reach your goal. With Indiegogo, once someone makes a pledge, it's non-refundable. So the person who is doing the campaign knows at least they have a certain amount of money that will be in the pot that will not be taken away. So a um, couple other points that I, I did some research today because I, when I first heard about the main differences, the funding, um, just so you know, uh, Indiegogo does have fixed or flexible. You can say this is my goal and that's it. But to me, a benefit is having flexible funding, which means that if you don't reach your goal, you can still get some money back. So Lynn, can you, can you uh, spell Indiegogo for us? Oh, that's a good point. So Indiegogo was initially started as funding for independent films. So it's spelled I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O. I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com. Kickstarter is kickstarter.com. Uh, right. So 
that here's some other points you might want to know about. Um, so both um, for video, Kickstarter does its own hosting. Indiegogo uses YouTube, and you know YouTube is connected with Google. It's the world's largest search engine. So that was another benefit. Um, basically, uh, about they say Indiegogo gets about 18% success rate in meeting your goal versus Kickstarter getting 36%. But remember, Kickstarter won't give you any money if you don't reach your goal. So to me, I felt that even if I didn't reach my goal, and I'm going to try hard to reach this one coming up, um, I would still get some money. The drawback is that if you don't reach your goal, Indiegogo will take more money out of your campaign. I believe it's about 9% instead of 5 So that is a bit of a, you know, a weakness, but at least you're making something from your efforts. Um, as far as disbursement and funds, when you finish your campaign with Indiegogo, you get the money that's owed to you immediately sent to you, and they have you put in your bank account into the platform. With Kickstarter, you don't get any money until um, you reach your goal, so you may get nothing. A um, couple other things, that Kickstarter does get more media exposure. There are more bloggers looking at Kickstarter versus Indiegogo. But again, my feeling is if you have a team of people who will help you in sharing, as Virginia is being so kind to do, sharing your work, you can get more people to see what you're doing and ultimately reach your goal. So those are, I think, the highlights for everyone to know. Great stuff. And I have to admit, I have had next to no experience with these crowdfunding sites. So I figure I've, I've had minimal, I'm sure many other people have. And I'm sure that a lot of people haven't really thought about how they could use crowdfunding for a project. I know that people are aware of GoFundMe for, as you say, medical emergencies and that sort of thing. But these other crowdfunding sources, such as Indiegogo and Kickstarter, can be used, as you said, for projects. So you used uh, Indiegogo also for uh, your book, Dancing with Text, and right. now you are using it um, in a whole nother way to publish another book for a whole nother cause, which I'm excited about. Before we get into that and talking about Roland's legacy, do you have any tips for people around how to set up one of these Indiegogo sites, which is what you are using? Um, what they should look for, what they should add to the site, what makes it um, a, a more powerful way to get the word out? Thank you, Virginia. Great question. So when you are launching a site, whether it's Indiegogo or Kickstarter, you are actually creating like a little mini website about yourself, about your project, and why it's important. So each of these platforms will give you some of an outline, but you have to do the work of writing what your project is all about, and you'll need to provide visuals. In the case of both my children's book, Dancing with Text, and the upcoming project, which I'm working on right now, Roland's Story, Inspired by a Stroke, I knew I would need to have a book cover done to show people what this project is all about. So that meant either asking people I know personally if they would help me in covering costs or myself taking my own money to get the book cover done. And I actually did a bit of both. And so the important, remember, you want to have visuals before you even launch your site. And the next thing to think about is video. You want to have a video created. And maybe you have a friend who can shoot video. I myself, in both cases actually, 
tried using my own camera to interview myself or to speak out loud. In both cases, I found it hard, even though it's so easy to talk with you, Virginia, or talk on camera with another person, I found it hard just to talk to myself on camera. So in both cases, I had someone help by just holding the camera. Um, in the case of my children's book, my video editor just held the camera for me and let me talk. In the case of Roland's story, it was, it, I thought I could really do it myself, but I ended up finding that I felt kind of stilted on camera. So my son just said, my son Andrew's at home, mom, just talk to me like you're talking to a friend. And so he held up my phone camera and it was getting dark, but I just talked to him while he's smiling and giving me the thumbs up and it came out perfectly the first time. And then I realized I wanted to have Roland speaking because how can you get best connected with someone unless you can actually see and hear them? That's why we're here right now. So I went through footage of Roland's interviews because Roland had his own two shows, plus I interviewed him and he co-hosted another show called Stroke TV. I went through footage and I found two little pieces that I felt were gems. And I highlighted the, the coding at the bottom, the time code. And then I went to a video friend who is local named Jim Devis of SPI TV, SPI-TV.com, very helpful. And he went and looked at the script that I wrote and he took out the video excerpts. He inserted stills and I gave him, I basically created a script and he put the video together. And then I also reached out to two very special people. I want to thank Megan McDonough and her business partner, Janice Stanfield, who are terrific singer songwriters and wrote this most amazing song that I have loved for years called Amazing Things. And they gave me permission to use their song underneath the video. So it came out to be a four minute video, which Indiegogo recommends two to three minutes. It's a little long, but it was so meaningful because I could put together the images of Roland with him actually speaking and my call to action. Um, and then we have a call to action at the end with asking people to donate or share the site of the crowdfunding. So wow, what a, what a project. And you know, I've, we have the video for people to hear, which we will be doing in a moment. It's a beautiful video. It's very, very touching. The music is gorgeous. And how wonderful you just were able to collaborate with all these people, including your son, so that you could get a totally natural um, way of expressing what you were doing and why you were crowdfunding this project. And so it, it, I think you're just sharing such valuable information because the whole project just comes to life. You brought it to life by reaching out about Roland's story and asking people to help. And of course, how can you not? I mean, it's such a great project, Lynn. I'm so happy to be a part of it as well. So before we do play that, um, talk a little bit also about how you got people to contribute other things to the crowdfunding source, so getting other gifts, et cetera. Yes, I was, I was just thinking that, Virginia, so we're definitely on the same wavelength here. So if you go to Indiegogo.com, it'll say perks. Perks means special gifts. GoFundMe does not have anything like this. You just donate money. Perks means, and Kickstarter has that, that you need to give someone, or it's beneficial to give someone a little thank you gift. It could be as simple as 
if you contribute a dollar, we'll give you a virtual hug or we'll, we'll announce your name on our social media site. So you need to think about levels of funding and then you want to give them gifts. Well, in the case of Roland, uh, because he knew so many business leaders and he was the wingman on my Difference Makers show for years and a technical advisor, I decided I would go back to different people I knew who were on my show and see if they would consider donating something, whether it be a free consultation or a digital product or a book of theirs that was in digital format. So many of them did, including Virginia. So if you notice when you go to my crowdfunding site, which we'll give you the link for in a few minutes, you can check at the different perk levels and see what gifts we're going to be giving you for anything you donate. And in fact, what I also was thinking that is, you know, when we conclude the campaign, which is in about 14 more days, um, depending on how many people have contributed different levels, we will still, we may still have extra perks left. So I will do a raffle and raffle off prizes to people who have donated any level. They're gonna be getting prizes anyway. Um, a woman named Charmaine Hammond, who's an expert at sponsorship, is donating us basically a seminar for everyone who donates on how to build your marketing strength through collaboration and sponsorship, how to get sponsors for anything you do. And then we have lots of eBooks and consultations and even a psychic intuitive session with a, a friend of ours, Mel Dore, who is a psychic uh, intuitive strategist. Um, so it's, it's really a fun thing, but you've got to think of all these perks and gifts that you want to give before you launch the site. And that includes promising people the book. So people will get a digital copy of the book at a certain level and they'll get printed copies um, whenever they you know, donate at different levels. But it's a very fun thing. It is. And I think it's just a brilliant way to do a project like this that is going to be providing so much value for so many people who have had challenges in their life, whether it's physical, such as Roland, who um, you know went through three strokes and then the fourth one, unfortunately, he passed away from, but he was such an amazing man uh, before and after his strokes. And we do want to get into his legacy a bit. So um, we'll be talking about how you're now using this project to uh, get the word out about his legacy. And would you like me to start with the video? Or you want to talk about his legacy a little bit first and then we'll show the video that you created? I think, why don't we show the video first, like an appetizer, so you can get a chance to meet Roland and then I'll talk about it. All right, so here we go with Roland's story. The video that Lynn had produced for the Indiegogo crowdfunding site that we're talking about today in Roland's memory and honor. You will do amazing things with the choice each new day brings. And with every step you take, bless the progress that you found in every gift you give love your life love your dreams you will do amazing things amazing amazing you will 
healing is not even not even so much the the granted wish to walk again or drive or do whatever it's like healing is a state of mind and if you if you can achieve happiness from wherever you are that's healing and it's so powerful to realize i don't have to fix something that i see in my body in order to, to be happy I'm in the midst of publishing a book by my dear friend, Roland Takaoka, and I really need your help to get this book published. You see, this book will help stroke survivors, their families, and anyone who's challenged by physical concerns to feel good about themselves. Roland learned after being in the hospital and rehab center and afterwards that you can choose your emotion and you can choose to expand in joy, and that's just what he did. And so, for Roland, on behalf of Roland's family, I would really appreciate any donation you can make. The money will go towards publishing this book, getting some publicity, and helping his family pay for medical expenses. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate anything you can do. Remember that absolutely anything can happen. But let's take it a step further. If anything can happen, then the missing part of the equation is that you can make anything happen. If anything can happen, and that means that we all can be just as powerful as anybody. If anything can happen, that means we all have the, this power. And we can all decide to make a difference. We can all decide to improve. We can all decide to expand in joy. And that's what I've decided to do. Close your eyes and take a breath and smile. Amazing, amazing, you will do gosh tears of course you know I love the way he said that it was so great to have him in the video Lynn and if anything can happen you can make anything happen you are a part of the equation of making things happen it's not outside yourself it comes from within and he was such a purveyor of joy and positive thinking and um, I didn't know him to the depth that you did but he touched everyone's life who did know him 
and he projected it out to a world in the world in multiple ways constantly giving of his energy despite his own physical challenges it's like as he said he didn't look to the challenges as that he moved beyond them to give of his best spirit and um, living from a place of joy so what a beautiful tribute to him thank you so much for putting that together and it was it was just a work of love you know you could feel that positive energy from roland and i even though i've done this video i i found myself tearing up because his voice conveys so much love and caring and giving and, and wisdom he's so wise i used to feel when i would talk with him that i was sitting next to yoda from star wars <laughs> the, the all-knowing person you know, spiritual creature uh, and when I read his book, which he had sent to me a couple years ago, and I had never finished because I got busy, I knew that this story has to come out because really it can help empower not only stroke survivors and their families and anyone facing physical challenges, but really anyone, I think, because we all face challenges in your life. And as Roland constantly told me, you get to choose your emotions. You don't have to choose negativity. And so he didn't see himself as disabled. In, in another part of the interview, he said, I'm just rolling. I don't see myself as in a wheelchair. I don't see myself as Asian. I'm just rolling. I'm a spirit. And he knew that he could connect with people at the heart. And that's really what he did. And Virginia, I don't know if you knew initially that he was in a wheelchair, but most of the people who I interviewed never knew that he was in a wheelchair and they didn't know that half of his body his whole right side was paralyzed after his third stroke he had been a racquetball player he had been on, in a band playing guitar he was a dj and he reinvented his whole life even learning to use his whole left side for everything so he didn't look depressed he didn't um feel like his world was over. He knew as long as he could speak, he can help others. And that's what he did. That is so what he did. And you're right. I did not know initially when I started to follow Roland, but of course became aware of it because he, that isn't where his spirit hung out, as you say. The body right. was a vehicle. He used it in whatever way he needed to, but it was much more important to him to, from what I gained personally, just to project to the world optimism, joy, um, an uplifted spirit that came through him. He was just a vehicle for that. And it wasn't about the body and the limitations of the body at all. So let's tell people then, as you said, he did a manuscript after his third stroke. And this was all intended to share with people his experience and how it might help others. So let's go into that a little bit. Okay, well, he had created a title called Adventures in Rehab. And he told me he'd love to get it published, but he really didn't know how to go about doing it. And typically because Roland's focus was on helping others, he didn't really explore in depth what it would take to publish this book. And because he never really asked me for help on publishing, I didn't think about it that way. Um, but in the meanwhile, while helping others, he was approached by a man named Aaron Avila to co-host a program called Stroke TV, which is still going on. And I want people to know about that because Aaron is continuing this program with a new co-host 
who is helping other people, everyone who has a stroke, and there are millions of people who deal with after effects of stroke, learn to feel empowered. So this book deals with Roland's experiences, which are quite funny, in the hospital, in the rehab center, and then afterwards. And a lot of it also is intertwined with his beliefs. And there is a wonderful woman who I want to acknowledge, Karen Spruill, and he doesn't tell the real names of people, but she was the physical therapist in this story who really helped focus Roland's attention on the law of attraction. Whatever you focus on, you attract more of that. So she wanted Roland to focus on being able to walk again, not focusing on his limitations. And you're going to, I'm not going to tell you the whole story, but you're going to see a surprise or read a surprise at the end of the story. What was happening when Roland was working with the physical therapist? Uh, because all the other characters in the story are expressed so well, the doctors who, you know, may be busy and don't really want to spend much time with him, the nurses who have their own things to do, and, and what Roland's wife Barbara did to get the nurses to support Roland's work. She was, she, and she is, a gem, a gem of a woman, and she even gives her insights into Roland's story. So what happened was, after Roland suddenly passed away, which was a shock to everyone in the community, I, um, which you, you probably remember, I first put out a Get Well Roland Takaoka show online because I was thinking if one prayer could make, make a difference, let's get everybody praying for Roland. I heard about his fourth stroke on a Tuesday. We did a show on Wednesday and Thursday. He passed so suddenly. So I knew we had to do a memorial. So we did a memorial online. Uh, meanwhile, um, Roland's wife's, um, I think it was his future daughter-in-law, created a GoFundMe site because there are a lot of medical expenses that Roland had incurred even before the fourth stroke that was being shouldered by his wife. So part of my, Go, my campaign, beyond her GoFundMe campaign, is to be able to give more financial support to Roland's wife. But Roland's wife was such an integral part in his healing and keeping him positive. So I interviewed Barbara, Barbara Peters, his wife, after Roland's sudden passing. And her epilogue is in this book. I also wrote a preface to it. And we're going to include some resources for stroke survivors and their families to be aware of. Ironically, before all this happened, my, uh, when I was in the middle actually working on my children's picture book, my younger son, Andrew, had a stroke. He was 25 at the time. So the issue of strokes is not just for someone who's older, it's for anyone, and it touched me very deeply. Um, so it wasn't a matter to me of if I would publish Roland's stories, just a matter of when. I think we all have positive stories, but Roland's story gives you so much inspiration. It's his adventures, and I renamed it Roland's story because it's more than just adventures but it's his thinking that you're gonna gain from, his outlook on life that you all can really benefit from because you can recognize, you can expand and joy no matter what's happening. Oh, so, so beautifully fun. put, so beautifully put. You can expand in joy no matter what happens. And you know, um, you very briefly brushed over your, I know it wasn't a brush over, but you very briefly mentioned your son's stroke through this whole time frame, um, so fascinating how we are brought together in what I call mysterious, wondrous ways. 
and um, your relationship with Roland was so deep. You know, you got to meet him personally. He was a virtual friend to me that I just adored very deeply. But you really, you got to meet him after working with him for some time in multiple fashions. As you said, he was the wingman on your show. He also worked on your website and a lot of other things. Plus, you were guest on his show. I was a guest on his show. Um, just an amazing man, but it's just so interesting how your son happened to have a stroke during this period, and I'm so glad to um, say that your son is doing so much better, and I know that that took great strength on your part while he was going through that, so I just want to acknowledge that for you as well. Well, I also had Roland's friendship, you know, so that's something that I want everyone to realize that your friends make such a difference, as you probably know, but they are your greatest supporters and encouragers. So be aware that your friends are always there for you, they're your spiritual family. Roland, to me, was more than just a friend. He was like a soul brother, spiritual family for me. And that's why, actually, my husband and I decided to go and visit him on three different occasions. And when we first saw him, it was like we had known him 100 years. It was just, just wonderful. Well, let's give people the link to help yes. support the publishing of Roland's story and just tell them a little bit more about what they're going to find when they get there. But this okay. is where they do pick up the link. It's bit.ly forward slash publish this story. And while you're talking about it a little bit more, Lynn, I'm going to put it into the comments section for people. So this is a link shortener, but be aware that anything after the bit.ly is case sensitive. So you'll want to make sure it's a capital P for publish, capital T for this, and capital S for story. You can also go directly to indiegogo.com, I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com, and type in Roland's story and you'll find it there. On that page, you can click on the video and watch it again. You can look under the perks and also be aware that you can donate any amount. You don't have to donate the specific amount of the perk. In fact, what I'm asking people to consider is just even one dollar. For one dollar, which right now it says, you know, thank you, you're going to, I'm going to be happy to give you at least one perk beyond there's a webinar that Charmaine Hammond is giving, building your marketing impact with collaboration and sponsorship, but I will also toss in another surprise ebook for you. Um, I want people to feel valued. So it's not like you're just donating money for this book, but you're also going to get value back from both me and Roland Spirit of gifts that you can you can use in your own work, in your own life. Um, so it's just, this is a full circle expression of love to you. If you're willing to donate a dollar, with everyone watching and with all the followers, I know we would have enough money to reach our goal, which is $3,000 for the book publishing, production, and publicity. And if we can get an extra couple thousand, that would be great to give to Roland's wife. Yeah, it's a wonderful cause. And um, I obviously have donated. I'm so pleased to see that there are so many levels you can donate at. Yeah, but if all you can give is a dollar, every dollar counts, doesn't it, Lynn? Right. But there, you know, $5 level, $10 level, there, there are some other levels that are, you're going to get so much more back. Plus, you'll receive uh, Roland's book, whether or not it's in um, e-form or it's in hard copy. Correct, Lynn? 
Yes, actually, I even forgot to mention uh, an online friend, Teresa de Grobois, who wrote a number one international bestseller, Mass Influence, How to Build Your Influence. She's giving away a $1,200 digital course. And I put that at the highest level, which I think was $275 for a $1,200 course. But if no one donates at that level, I'm going to have a raffle and just give away the prizes at the top level. But if you do decide to donate at a certain level, you get to pick whatever perk you want first. And um, again, even a dollar would be most appreciated because it all will add up. And we're going to spread Roman's love and positivity to the world. So thank you. Yes, we are. And again, if you want to help support Roland's legacy, go to bit.ly forward slash publish this story. Make sure that you capitalize the P, the T, and the S so that you go to the right site. Lynn, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for, for doing all that you do to make a difference in the world and for being such a great I would say collaborator and friend and associate. It's so great to work with you and to be able to help bring this story and your work out to the masses. And that means getting Roland's legacy out there. I wanna thank you so much for being here. And do you have any last comment you wanna make before we sign off today? Thank you, Virginia. Well, I, I would like to close with Roland's comment that you get to choose your motion and no matter what challenges you all face, recognize that behind every cloud, there's a silver lining, the sun is there. Do your best to recognize that we're all here for a reason and we can choose to expand and energy will be felt by everyone around the world. Thank you so much for Virginia for doing this. It means a lot to me and I'm sure Roland's spirit appreciates it too. Oh, I feel his presence. He's here with us today. <laughs> I'm chuckling about some of the technology issues. <laughs> All right, we're going to sign off. I have a quick outro for you. And thank you so much for joining us, whether or not you were here live or in replay. We appreciate you. Please leave any um, reflections you have, any thoughts you have about what we've shared today. We'd love to hear from you and we will respond. Bye-bye, everyone. We'll see you on the next Inspirational Businesswoman Show. Bye-bye now. Thanks so much for watching today. Do you know someone who would be a great guest for our show? Or would you like to be a guest on the Inspirational Businesswoman Show? Let's shine the spotlight on your expertise. We'll share your story while offering tips, strategies, and advice to our viewers. Expert interviews are a great way to build your reputation as the go-to expert. Go to shinetips.com forward slash IBWS to apply today. Women are waiting for your message and I can't wait to interview you.